All right. Welcome back to the Football Lounge with Mark and Dan. We are here with our second episode of the week ahead of week 11 in the NFL and already some big news dropping before this week really even gets off and running. Um, and we'll start with the Thursday night. Football Jim Harbaugh recap. is the coach of the Bears. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. If only. That's, if um... only. That's coming up. He, that's, he that, may that. be in Chicago the next couple weekends because he's certainly not going to be in Ann Arbor. That's for sure. <laughs> um, but no, uh, going off of uh, kind of the slate that we'll have for you here over the next 20 minutes or so, uh, we'll recap Thursday Night Football for you all. We'll discuss the Deshaun Watson news because obviously that's huge and has big huge. implications for the playoffs, for the AFC North, and just for Cleveland in general. Uh, and then discuss um, our... Uh, the current NFL midseason standings uh, in the playoffs and comparing it to what we had before the season even began. We've got some very interesting, yeah. uh, you know, differences there, but also some that we got right uh, as well. So we'll go through all of that later in this episode. But we'll start with the Thursday night football recap, which was the highly uh, anticipated Thursday night matchup of the season between the Baltimore Ravens and the Cincinnati Bengals. And unfortunately, in this one, was uh, it was kind of marred by injury and uh, was much sloppier than one that we were hoping to get. But the Ravens do end up winning this game. They're 8-3, and three, uh, now really positioning themselves well uh, in the AFC North uh, for the, the playoffs and uh, to get that division lead. But obviously, Mark, you know, Joe Burrow going down, the biggest headline out of this game uh, with a wrist injury. There's some, uh, you know, conspiracy theories coming out about the state of this injury and, and whether yeah. or not there were issues before we can get into that. Uh, Mark Andrews confirmed done for the season uh, by John Harbaugh. So that's a terrible, uh, you know, break for Baltimore, but uh, Lamar Jackson, despite getting banged up, did return in this game shortly after and helped lead the team to victory. So all in all big win for Baltimore, very tough uh, break uh, for Mark Andrews and a really difficult situation to monitor here for Cincinnati. If Joe Burrow is going to miss some time, which it appears he may very well at least be missing a week. Yeah. To me, I'm not making a huge deal of the whole, why didn't they report it? Joe Burrow with his wrist, he was wearing a brace. Dudes wear braces on uh, like everything. Yeah. Ben Roethlisberger lived in like boots and braces after like every game and, and in between every practice. Yeah, Joe just Burrow, for context of that, there there were pictures and video floating around of Joe Burrow arriving to the game with already a brace on yeah. his wrist. And obviously, and, if there's an existing injury, the NFL teams are supposed to document that and it. let that be known. But yes, to your point, guys wear you know things just you know to to help ergonomically, you know, with their body, um, you know, and, and, you know, people pointed out Tom Brady wore knee brace, like the last yeah. 10 years of his career. I, so. so I guess the point I was trying to make with that is that I, all the reports are, he was a full participant in practice every day in the short, in the short yeah. week. Um, I know, I think it was uh, Chris long. Um, he had the former NFL player on his Twitter, like posted a video of like dissecting last week's win over the, uh, a loss, excuse me, to the Texans aware he could have got injured. It did seem like there was a play or two where um, it was like, oh, that look at his hand there. Like that could have been something. And all it takes is that, you know, you tweak it in that game last week. It's a little sore all week. Maybe you're nursing it a bit. And then you come out in game speed. He took that really good fall early in the game where he had a rushing attempt and like I got tucking down by his legs and, and, and braced himself hard and you, you jam it up. And then you throw a really, you know, a, a really, you know, like a fastball, you know, pitch. And all of a sudden it's like, oh, there is something popped or something's wrong and you can't go. There's so many tiny little ligaments and moving parts in the wrist 
Um, I, I'm not, listen, I bet Joe Burrow to throw two touchdowns and to be, you know, I lost money on the Joe Burrow injury too. I know a lot of people, that's the big thing is like the gambling lines. If you're, if he's injured, you got to report it. Um, but I, I'm not as into the conspiracy. I, I think it's, it's pretty viable that he had maybe something going on. It wouldn't have stopped me from betting him anyways. Even if there were slight reports, if he was playing, I was going to bet Joe Burrow cause he's healthy enough to play. Um, and it's, it's a bummer. So it was a huge damper on that game when he went out in the second quarter yeah. and it made the game go from a must watch to eh. credit to the credit to the Ravens for sticking with that game though, fighting through it and, and winning that game convincingly because now they, to me, the Ravens feel like that win punched them a ticket to the playoffs. I don't know if it's going to be as the division winner. I don't know if it's going to be as a wild card, but it feels like them at eight wins. If you look at their schedule, there's Agreed. definitely two more wins available for them somewhere with how well they've been playing, even without Mark Andrews, um, to make the playoffs. But the Mark Andrews injury is very much at what cost? How far can this Ravens team go without Mark Andrews? I think this is a massive loss for the Ravens. I, I know huge. he said out for the season. Does that mean just the regular season? The MRI hasn't confirmed anything as we're recording this around 140 Central Time. Um, so we don't know all the details. Um if surgery is required, yeah, that it's probably missed the playoffs, or whatever. But Mark Andrews coming back in the playoffs would still be huge for this team. He's him and Lamar have developed a little bit of that Kelsey Mahomes, or they were in the same draft class. They've been together their whole time there. They know each other where they want to go on the football field. And it's a it's a massive loss for this Ravens team. Uh, but a, a credit to them for when Joe Burrow. Oh went man, out, Mark. What? We just got breaking news uh, uh -oh. come down from Adam Schefter. Joe Burrow is done for the season. It's what is it? Season ender. All all he wrote season in ender? his tweet is Joe Burrow is out Thank for the remainder God of the season. God, you just checked. Wow. Unbelievable. Well, I was right, just so going to check and see what the latest on Mark, Mark Andrews, Andrews was. Did, we didn't expect, I don't think, to see this news from Joe Burrow. Thought he'd be out for maybe uh, several Ian weeks. Rappaport, but, uh, Ian Rappaport says a torn ligament. Torn oh, ligament man. in his in his wrist. Unreal. Unreal. Well, you know what? Let's let's say let's be honest then. Let's just say it. The the Bengals are now done. It's if over. you're the Bengals, you want to go into tank mode. Like if you're the Bengals, you don't want to win another game because you can maybe with five wins, you could get a top ten pick if you're the Bengals. Like I would shut down Chase. I'd shut down uh, you know what I mean? Like I, I would I would absolutely go into tank mode if you're the Bengals. And now Joe Burrow's career is to me marred a little bit by injury. Like he yeah. is when he is healthy, he's the number two guy in the league, but he has started the season injured appendectomy. You can't control calf, uh, the ACL and, and MCL when he tore that up in his rookie year. Now the ligament, I mean, Joe Burrow hasn't played a complete season yet in his NFL career. And um, this will be another another offseason of surgery for Joe Burrow. Really brutal. Really, really brutal. But now if you're the Bengals, you got to go in tank mode. Yeah, that's uh, um that's terrible, man. That we we were talking about how just on this past episode, this past Monday, on how the AFC North was, you know, a force to be reckoned with, could yeah. potentially have four playoff teams in it. And just like that. We had Deshaun Watson go out for the yeah, season. Now it's now Joe Burrow out for the season. Mark Andrews potentially out for the season, which is a huge blow for the Ravens. Um, my goodness, what a what a change uh 
you know, of circumstances in just a matter of days. Unbelievable. And unexpected ones, too. I don't think we expected this Deshaun Watson news either, which no. we'll get into here shortly. But um, I do want to wrap this up with the Bengals talk because, you know, obviously with this dropping right now as we're recording here, this is uh, very surprising. It also might be ultimately I want to I want to look at the glass half full kind of situation here for the Bengals as well. Yes. If you, uh, you know, losing games the rest of the way is is going to be probably a great scenario for you if you're Cincinnati at this point, because you're just not even if you somehow sneak into the playoffs, you're not going to be winning a playoff game, most likely. Um, And so, you know, now now you look at getting that draft pick uh, a little bit higher. But on top of that, Joe Burrow came into the season, you know, wobbly. Right. And then the calf injury popped up very early. He came back. He was battling through stuff. Uh, you know, he was clearly banged up. And now at least, you know, for the glass half full take, you get he's he is guaranteed rest now. Yeah. Through for That's a, a great year. Point. Um, you know, not a year, but what, nine months guaranteed rest. It's probably gonna be, unfortunately for him, uh, potentially a similar situation that it was this past year, yet again not participating in training camp. I mean, again, it's a wrist injury. Yeah, It's not, you know, as big of a deal, but it's possible that this type of stuff lingers into the preseason to where he's not. You know, Brock Purdy had the elbow and he was good by, you know, like beginning of training camp. You know, he may miss some, some spring workouts and stuff like that rehabbing. Well, it just might be precautionary at the end of the day. I mean, he may be like fully healthy, but they're just like, we're not even – Taking yeah. any chances with you, no, Joe, we are going bare Dan, minimum. That's a great um, point that you could spin this into. You're going to get Joe Burrow hopefully fully healthy to start next year. And hopefully maybe now add a top 10 pick. It's rare when you're a good team right, with a great yeah. quarterback, you're adding a top 10 pick. The Bengals may be able to do that. So there is some positive, but this, this is the year the Chiefs offense has looked maybe average, you know, to to just slightly above average, even though they have sure. maybe the best defense ever. The Bills fell apart. Your Browns are falling apart. Andrews is injured. You know, the Dolphins can't beat good teams. When you have a window, you never want to see a year go by. And this is now a year gone by for the Bengals fans. And, and now, like, we'll talk about with the Browns. And so that, that stings. Like, that really hurts. I agree with you. Decent spin zone. But it's still yeah. that's just it still sucks. No, it is then it sucks terrible. for us because now we got to deal with another bad quarterback play, another team. I mean, think about how many teams right now are in this like situational, just like bad football. You add the Bengals and the Browns to a list of Patriots, Giants, Bears, Panthers, Cardinals. That's just yuck football right yeah, now. Jets, you know, you know, know yeah, Jets. there's. We've already talked about it in the past. This is already a a historic season in terms of numbers of quarterbacks that have had to start games. And now we're going to be adding more uh, to that list uh, in Cincinnati and uh, Cleveland as well. Um, So moving forward with the Cleveland Browns, then the news broke that Deshaun Watson will be sat for the year. He's going to have season ending surgery on his shoulder, uh, a fractured shoulder. It was to his credit. The guy played through seemingly quite a bit uh, the last month uh, of the season uh, to to kind of grind it out. Maybe although it wasn't for uh, the best, 
because it's you know potentially contributing. Uh, we don't know that to be the case, but he had an ankle. Uh, you know, other injuries pop up um, that that may or may not be related to the shoulder. But uh, at the end of the day, they're going to be uh, apparently starting the rookie Dorian Thompson Robinson, who was a preseason darling, uh, but had a really rough first start in the NFL against the Ravens about a month ago. So here we are uh, w- with another rookie getting to start uh, in the NFL moving forward, potentially. But we did hear Joe Flacco was on a plane going to Cleveland. But here, here's what this spells, ultimately. Um, it, it goes to show yet again that in a world where, you know, luck and, and being unlucky is just part of the game in the NFL. It happens every year. Injuries are something you can't necessarily predict. Uh, and there's something that plagues a lot of teams and can shut down a team season year in and year out. But it just it, it it once again has brought back the conversation of the terrible trade, the terrible contract that Cleveland gave up to sign Deshaun Watson, yeah, who had his injuries before, uh, was you know approaching thirty, and you gave him the greatest contract that any athlete in the NFL has ever seen fully guaranteed $230 million. And now he has what played 12 games for your franchise and is now out for the season in year two, by the way, last year and this year, Mark were the okay salary cap hits for Deshaun Watson's contract on this team. Now it's 60 million next year. And moving forward after that, it is going to increase. So the window to actually be able to have get stuff done uh, was last year and this year. And now you're going to be strapped for cash brutal for Cleveland, uh, rougher to Sean, but this is, you know, the NFL world is obviously, uh, you know, not complaining or not upset yeah. um, or saddened for Cleveland uh, with the situation that they find themselves in today. Yeah. You, I mean, you nailed it right there. The, the, the year, the opportunity to make this deal when it came up almost two years ago, when they traded, uh, they let go of Baker Mayfield and they traded all those picks and, and then signed Deshaun to the guaranteed 230 million. Remember, what made that deal so gross to us, and we talked about it on the show, was that in year one, because he, they knew he was going to be suspended for 10 games, his salary cap hit was only $1 million. Remember, it was like a signing bonus, then his salary cap was only $1 million. Mm-hmm. And then he came back last year after the suspension and was just not good. But you're like, all right, well, whatever. He's he so much time off. You got to get the system rust, and then he'll be back this year. This year started really shaky and then has been plagued with injuries. And this year, the cap hit was only 19 million. 2024, 2025, 2026, the cap hit is $63.9 million. You're not, I I can firmly say it right now. The Cleveland Browns and Deshaun Watson together will not win an AFC North title and will probably not win a playoff game. Because even if they do make the playoffs, in the coming years, next year, this is this team was built to win now, last year, and this year. The defense is aging. Miles Garrett's cap hit is going to go up. He's only getting older. That offensive line that was two years ago and last year the best in the league is another year older, and they're losing guys. Chubb has the injury. We don't know what he's going to be like going forward. You're now going to have to draft extremely well because you have the two giant salaries with Garrett and and Watson, um, you're going to have to figure out what you're doing with Amari Cooper. Uh, and so this team is now 
older, expensive by the time that Watson's healthy enough to play next year. And by the time Watson's back next year, he's coming off of a major shoulder surgery on his throwing shoulder. Exactly. He's almost 30. If not, he's turning 30. What made him special was his athletic ability and his bombs, his deep balls. He was very much Lamar Jackson and, and, and Justin Fields. He would made him special is not dink and dunk or not even what CJ Stroud is, which is like big, strong in the pocket, but made Watson special when he had that 21, nothing lead over the, uh, the chiefs in that playoff game. And then ended up losing. That was the dude moves and hits bombs with Jackson and Brandon cooks. Well, that's gone. His athleticism is diminished. The team is diminishing around him. I feel very confident in saying the Browns and Deshaun Watson will never win an AFC title together. They will uh, uh, NFC North, AFC North title, and they will never win a playoff game together. Because even if they make the playoffs wow. in the coming years, you're on the road against a, a a Cincinnati or a Baltimore. You're on the road at a Bills or at a Miami. You're on the road at a, a Kansas City. I, I you know I, I have no and no, no momentum. Up. You're no, on the road at in. a better quarterback in in the Texans in Houston. You're on the road at the Jags. I'm I feel very confident in saying that. Um, and so it's a disaster. It's an absolute disaster. We knew it would be, and it is blowing up in Cleveland's face. And uh, what they should do is exactly what I just said to Cincinnati. The best thing that can come of this: try to get a top ten pick. They should try to. Te- they should go into the not win another football game mode to try to have it because adding a top 10 15 talent to this roster that is meaningful that is meaningful just like it is for the Bengals. well do, do they have a uh, 2024 first rounder or is that still or is it still well, the texans is that still the texans but i think um, the texans did end up moving some of those picks because let me look really quickly you go ahead and i'll look yeah i mean we're two years no, in it's now the texans you're right there you go. So by uh, Texans still more, have more good news for the Cleveland Browns, which is um, why the Texans still have a first rounder because they traded their first rounder to Arizona last year. That's but the right. reason they the did Will that is because they still had yeah. a guaranteed first rounder in Cleveland's first rounder. And now it's who would have thought that their first rounder was going to be a lower draft pick than the Browns one that they held on to. The Arizona know. probably said, "No, we want yours, not the Browns." And now uh, they we want your probably first rounder, the other way and now it's going to exactly. So uh, funny how that uh, works out. But yeah, we're two years in as well. And to go off of everything you just said, which I agree with, he will have had no time to develop any sort of rhythm or cadence within this Kevin Stefanski system because, you know, came in last year after the the suspension, had, you know, splotchy starts. uh, Nothing really seemed to work well came into this year, then got banged up for a game or two, mm-hmm. came back, finally started to play well. It was literally, you know, going into last week where it felt like momentum was just starting to be established, and then he gets hurt. So now you're going to have to wait till year three in the system to hopefully begin to establish some momentum within the system, and you, which you don't even know if that exists currently. Yep. And um, and you're going to have to do it with the uh, 60 plus million dollar cap hit. Also, and, he hasn't. Yeah. The one thing we said about him this year, too, is it was important for him to just play football because he hasn't played enough football over the last four years. And now he's missing more football. So, yeah, it's a disaster. And and again, the one bright spot is, is, is you could say is, is that, you know, 
he's still not ancient. They still have him locked up. You know what I mean? Like you don't, you, maybe you can move the contract around to, to take the cap hit a little less. And, you know, you can make it a signing more of a signing bonus. I'm sure there's things to do, but it's still going to be a, a, a weight on this franchise. And I'll they really battles. missed their window. Their window to win was last year and this year. Remember all last year we kept saying, Hey, can uh Brissett just keep them above 500 Deshaun comes back. And this team could, this team could win the AFC. Look out, look how loaded this roster is. Felt the same for a lot of people this year and, uh, you know, just disaster. And now this AFC field is we're going to transition into playoff talk. This AFC field that was once like, how do you find space? Now there's all these openings for the Houstons, for the Jets to stay alive, for your Steelers, the Colts. I mean, there is openings for this in the AFC right now. Unbelievable. All right. Yeah. So we will transition to that uh, and look at our rankings heading into the season. These were our preseason predictions for how the playoff seedings were going to shake out at the end of the year. We're now uh, just over mid season. And so we're going to take a look at kind of how our predictions have held up uh, so far. So these Mark, these were yours. I'll get rid of these. uh, NFC Mark NFC. All right. Well, listen, Eagles and lions nailed. Nailed the Eagles and Lions. So where we're standing right now with the NFC picture is the one seed belongs to the Eagles at seven and two. So eleven and six, um, definitely in play. Um, but but certainly um, they are on their way to uh, to a yeah. better record than that. All right, the Lions are number two as well, uh, and the Lions are. Oh, did I say seven and two? I'm sorry, eight and one for the Eagles. Uh, Lions are seven and two. So they are looking like they're on their way to yep. a 12, 13 win season potentially. Uh, and then we've got 49ers as the three seed at six and three. 49ers are uh, the five seed. So you're not too far down there. 10 and seven. They're six and three right now. So they'd have to go four and four the remaining uh, rest of the way here. Saints as the four seed for you. They are also the four seed uh, at five and five. So nine and eight right on track with, with that prediction. Uh, the five seed for you, as we just mentioned, was, were the 49ers. So the Rams are, are not in contention currently. They are not in uh, the top seeding here. Five seed in reality belongs to the Seattle Seahawks at six and three. And then the sixth seed is the Cowboys at six and three. And finally, the Vikings as the seven seed at six and four. So you've got the Eagles, the Lions, the Saints, and the Vikings. Uh, four of your seven seeds are spot on and you have a fifth playoff team in the 49ers in there as well. So if you got five of the seven uh, playoff teams yeah, uh, accounted listen, for here in the seating, I had said when we did this two, three, two and a half months ago, I had said the Rams, I know was going out in a limb and I, and the limb broke. Okay. The limb broke. So we don't need to, have to address that. That's a, that's obviously I was wrong. <laughs> I, I went out in a limb. I liked the young defense. I thought Donald was going to have a one final giant year. We haven't really talked about Aaron Donald at all this year. And then Stafford hasn't stayed healthy enough. And so the Rams aren't out of it. I don't think the Rams are totally out of it, especially if Stafford's healthy this week. Can they steal a game against Seattle? It looks like he's going to play. My Here's my biggest thing is I have the, I, I'm, I'm, I guess I'm frustrated myself with this. It looks like Dallas is definitely going to walk into the playoffs. Um, and that one bugs me because I, I really thought that Dallas, there'd be enough more battling with the Giants and, 
and things to really keep Dallas just on the outside looking in. And Chicago's obviously let me down. Uh, the Bears, if they win out, can still figure a way to make that happen. But there you um, go. Uh, and with the Vikings, I, listen, can I take credit for it? I certainly didn't think they'd lose Kirk Cousins and end up 10 and 7. So that was more of, I'm feeling a little lucky on that one. Um, listen, it was, uh, I when we do these predictions, you try to be bold and be funny in that one. Uh, and, you know, and make a, maybe be willing to make a fool of yourself. And I certainly feel 50% dumb and 50% very smart. No, I mean, I'd say about like 75% because you got five of the seven accounted for I, so I far. Truly think, good, I so. truly think San Francisco will end up as the three. Seattle will make the playoffs. And I do think the Saints will end up as the four. You're just going to see the, you're going to see that Dallas end up as that five, Seattle six. And I do think Minnesota right now is the seventh seed. I think they'll remain yeah. on, hang on to that seventh seed. So instead of the Bears and the Rams, it's the Cowboys and the Seahawks making the playoffs. Um, Basically, in yeah. regards to your list, um, my list had the Eagles as the yeah, one and the 49ers uh, at the two, but the 49ers right now are currently at the three at six and three. Um, Eagles at twelve and five. I mean, they're they're uh, you you're know, basically they may just still go twelve and five, but yeah. they'd have to lose four games. Uh, you're swapping basically just Bears and Vikings. Yeah, yeah. And then so moving the, some guys around, moving some teams up, some teams down. You didn't think Dallas would have a good, as great of a year either. I forgot that you weren't as high on Dallas either. I, I wasn't high on Dallas, What's and Dallas I had them, you know, like? it's, um, they, they've been a surprise to me at six and three, although I mean, maybe they, they shouldn't have been. But listen, Dallas just, has some it, tough games ahead, Dan. Okay. They, they right, get, well, listen to this. I mean, they have the Panthers. That should be a win. They're home against the Commanders. The Commanders will put up a fight. But then they have a stretch of, listen to this, five games. Seahawks, Eagles, Bills, Dolphins, Lions. Yeah, that could be that could easily be 0-5. Uh, I don't know four, about easily 0-5, you know? but I mean, that... that <laughs> no, not might, easily, but it could They be. might back their way into the playoffs here. That's for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, obviously, the Bears let both of us down. I think we had the exact same prediction for them listen, there. The Bears six, can go undefeated. They can't, they can't, but just, just the rest of the way. Come on, Chicago. Yeah. Um, but my biggest thing I think so, so far was I had the Buccaneers winning five games and they've already won four. So yeah, but they uh, might that was still one where win I thought five or six awful. games. That's I, you know, I, hopefully I can be proven correct on that front, but we'll see. I'm not feeling as confident about that one. All right. Moving to the AFC. Is this me? Um, uh, this is me. So oh, good. Cause I didn't my, like the jets. I remembered it, yeah, yeah. So that that one's not not looking too good uh, from, from my perspective. Ooh. The Chiefs are the one seed currently right now at seven and two, so I feel good about that. Bengals at twelve and five. Uh, yeah, they've already lost five games, so that's uh, <laughs> and, and 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 as we're going right Burrow. now, there's almost a, a zero, a, probably a high likely chance that they don't even make the playoffs. The Jets are not in playoff contention right now. Uh, or Chargers or attention, but they're not in the playoffs currently. Uh, the Jaguars are the three seed currently at six and three. So I feel fine with them at 10 and seven at the four seed. I was a, I had tempered expectations for them. You were a little bit higher on the Jags than I was. Um, and I had the Chargers in there at 11 and six. That's, um, that's proven to be a, a, a poor estimate as they are four and five right now. They'd have to go five and, uh, or, or I'm sorry, they'd have to go seven and, uh, one the rest of the way. So, 
yeah, good luck to to L, uh, LA on that front. Dolphins as the six I had. They are currently the four seed at six and three. And I had the Steelers as the seventh seed, 11 and six. They're six and three. That'll I still work. Feel pretty good That's about the Steelers happen. prediction. Um, feel very bad. And, and this is the first time I've ever underestimated the Ravens. I'm always very high on the Ravens. Uh, this was the first year where I was like, you know what? I just, uh, I don't know how it's going to fare with the, the first year with a whole new offense and all this stuff. They've uh, certainly proven me wrong. They will most definitely be in this list. Um, so as it stands right now, uh, I feel, uh, you know, the Jets one, I don't feel bad about because Aaron Rodgers, I, we just couldn't have predicted it. Um, yeah. And, and same with the Bengals. I, you know, but, but that being said, the Bengals, even with Burrow, we're not going 12 and five this year. Uh, no. That much is clear. Um, so, you know, I feel like, you know, I probably should have tempered those expectations a little bit. Uh, and the Chargers, I don't know why I was so high on uh, Kellen Moore somehow fixing all of the wrongness of Brandon Staley and that crew. Yeah. Um, that was an overestimation on my part. And so really uh, not putting the Ravens in here was my biggest blunder by far. And, um, you know, what's not listed here is I think I had the Texans going six and 11. They are five and four. Yeah. Um, so, you know, great job by them. Uh, I just didn't think that a, a rookie head coach and rookie a quarterback were going to be this great this early on. So kudos to them. The rest of the grouping, I mean, Steelers, Dolphins, Jags, uh, and Chiefs, all I, I think are going to make the playoffs. So four of the seven, I feel good about. And let's see what your lineup is. So uh, a little more accurate. Obviously, the Bills are letting me down, but I had that Bills at 12 wins. So the Bills are letting me down. I was with you with the Chargers. I believed in uh, I believed in uh, Br and Brandon Staley and, and Kellen Moore putting it together. I believed that Brandon Staley would then go all in on his defense, fix his defense, and let you know Kellen Moore run the offense, and they've just been a disaster. Um, obviously now with the Bengals and Burrow, that's a bummer. The Jets, Aaron Rodgers, that's a bummer. Um, to me, I think the biggest thing in the AFC, as you look at it now, is that we have this you know cluster of injuries for the Bengals, for the Jets, that those were playoff, you know, kind of guaranteed locks that it reopens the doors for the Bills. And then if you if you're a if you're a Miami, if you're a Buffalo. You cannot, if you're the Chargers, you cannot afford uh, to miss the playoffs this year. If you're, you know, you made the playoffs last year and now knowing that the Bengals and the Jets are definitely out and, uh, and the Browns are out, like you can't afford to miss the playoffs right now. If you are a Jags, if you are a Chargers, if you are a, a Dolphins You've got to make the playoffs if you're those three teams to keep heat off of your coaching staff, to keep your jobs, uh, because you do not want an upstart Texans team stealing one of your spots. If you're the Jags or, or, you know, the dolphins or, or what have you, if you're the bills right now, you cannot afford to miss the playoffs with a healthy Josh Allen. When there's no Aaron Rodgers, no Joe Burrow, no Deshaun Watson in the AFC. And if you're a team like the, like the Broncos, with a slow start, now's your chance. Make a run. Try to try to upset some yeah. people and get some people fired. There are some teams out there. The Houston Texans could get some people fired uh, by sneaking into the playoffs this year because um, there are some 
There are some organizations that had high expectations, like the Chargers, uh, like the Bills on my list here, that are probably in danger of making the playoffs right now. Uh, and that means uh, that means you're going to be, uh, you know, finding some new jobs if you're those teams. Seven teams that are outside of the playoffs currently in the AFC. So all the way from seed number eight to 14, they are either five and five or four and five. Yeah, they're right there. There there is, there's an opportunity for all of these teams to push themselves uh, into the conversation because the seven seeded Texans are five and four. So we're talking about a one to two game difference right now from the playoffs in the AFC. Um, and you're going to watch say the this. six seeded the six seeded Browns are going to start to falling down the list as well. Yeah, so there's going to be yeah, open. So someone's jumping in there, man. Uh, are the Raiders somehow going to get in the playoffs? That'd be insane. Uh, I will say too that I didn't mention. I feel extremely uh, happy right now about my Bills prediction of not only missing the playoffs, but you know, at ten and seven, I still feel like ten and seven is uh, very much. They may go nine and eight. They're five and five right now. So yeah. that's, a, that's brutal for the Bills. Um, and I didn't mention this, and I don't take um, – I'm not excited at all by the fact that the Pittsburgh Steelers get to benefit from others' misfortune because there's going to be an asterisk on the division if the Steelers somehow win it. But the, like, the Steelers now need – they absolutely need to make the playoffs with Deshaun Watson out and Joe Burrow out. If you don't find your way to – the one or uh, you know two spot in your division, then something went terribly wrong for Pittsburgh. So at this oh, point, I agree. Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh absolutely must get into the playoffs. They're like they the Chargers. It's a massive failure. They're like the Chargers right now. You cannot go from making the playoffs last year to missing it with Aaron Rodgers, Joe Burrow, Deshaun Watson all out. Like you can't yeah. happen. Yeah. I, it's one thing yeah. if they had all been out, went out like week sixteen. No, no, they're all out with enough time for you to to you to advance. And um, yeah, it, it is pressure is on those 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 teams. Pittsburgh, uh, Chargers, the pressure is on teams like that. The Jaguars to right the ship and to stay in the playoffs, the pressure is on. Absolutely, no doubt about it. Wow, what a crazy week, a crazy last twenty four hours uh, in the NFL world. But uh, that is football. Uh, it's part of the reason we love it. Is that. Uh, you know, it's any given Sunday, uh, but it's also any given Monday, Tuesday, and so on, because things change in the blink of an eye, and we've noticed that here with uh, three teams uh, in the last uh, couple of days. So, uh, very interesting stuff. Glad we got to go over that and kind of get ourselves a gut check yeah. on the standings and the predictions and things like that. So, we'll return to our you know, regularly scheduled programming. Yeah, nothing like uh, so the biggest breaking news I would say that we've ever had during a show in yeah. our three plus years of doing out, this yeah. thing. Um, that's absolutely massive. So we'll keep tabs on, uh, on the state of, uh, you know, Mark Andrews to get full clarity on that. But as of right now, Deshaun Watson, Joe Burrow officially done for the season, um, season altering uh, moves here by those two AFC teams and things are wide open. So playoff picture continuing uh, to evolve and, and move as we get closer and closer to the end of this thing. But uh, that will do it for our uh, you know, midweek recap as we get ready for week 11 here coming up on Sunday. So stay tuned for that recap episode on Monday. But for now, I'm Dan. He's Mark. Thank you for.